you don't know their names, introduce yourself. Good morning. My name is? Glad to see you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't make me call you out because everybody's not, everybody's not moving. Don't make me call you out. Yes. Show ourselves friendly. Good. We're cultivating relationships, relationships horizontally and relationships vertically. And today we're going to continue the sermon series that I started on yesterday. Pastor will pick up on next week. And it is our theme, our theme, our theme for this year. It's our theme, I'm sorry, for this church, this local body. It's not just for this year, but it is our theme. As you enter this place, it says, and it's who we believe and what we stand on. We're not about religion. We're all about relationship. We're not about religion. We're all about about relationship on last week I mentioned why come to church and I gave you three simple points three simple points of why you should come to church one is God's word says so that's what he says that's what I stand on that's what I'm going to do secondly we need connection and community that's why we attend church that's why and third we participate we come to church so we can participate in corporate worship because when your faith comes to agreement with her faith and it comes into agreement with his faith then that faith bubbles up and it creates an atmosphere of expectation the atmosphere shifts because our Our faith comes into agreement. Confessions of faith switches and shifts atmospheres. And so that is why, one of the few reasons why we come to church. But today, I want us to focus for this next, these these few minutes today, I want us to focus on the power of right relationships. The power of right relationships. You know, just because you're connected to someone, it doesn't mean that it's healthy. All right. I recently read this article, and I just want to give, I want to read an excerpt of it for our introduction. It was a blog post, and the man tells this story. My wife was visiting her parents in Georgia. She went to go inside after being outdoors with the children, and she called for our dog, but he didn't come. After searching around, she walked behind her father's woodworking shop and discovered a coyote holding Chipper, our little six-pound shih tzu, in his mouth. She immediately started clapping her hands. Okay, so first of all, little Chipper, I would just say, Lord... This article will stop right there, cause little chipper. I love you, chipper, but I'm not doing that to a coyote. It's just me. I don't know what that means, but she immediately started clapping her hands, and as she approached the coyote, he dropped chipper and ran off into the woods. Don't try this. At home. 
After a tedious surgery and a hefty bill at the local veterinarian's office, little Chipper survived. Six years later, the same exact thing happened to my in-law's dog. My in-law's dog. He was rescued by my father-in-law behind his shop, where a coyote had him firmly. Now this family, they have no fear. <laughs> And this, they may, yeah, I don't know, Vernetta. I think the dog thing isn't working out. I don't know. <laughs> he was rescued by my father-in-law behind his shop, where a coyote had him firmly clamped in his jaws in a death grip. After a trip to the same veterinarian, their dog made a full recovery as well. Here's the point of the story: as I was considering the coyote's hunting strategy. It occurred to me, listen, that they prey upon the isolated family pet or animal that becomes separated from its mother. Isolation is the key strategy for the coyote. As we consider the Christian life, we must be reminded that isolation is the key strategy. For the devil as well. If he can somehow create circumstances and division that leads to isolation, he will move in for the attack. Satan is good at what he does, and he places much of his emphasis upon creating division and isolation. It's so amazing how so many of us can come in here and we leave just as lonely as we were when we came in. But the word of God is clear. You've got to show yourself friendly. And if you don't say a hello, if you don't introduce yourself, if you don't get connected with ministries, then you will be, well, we don't want you to be a little chipper. But isn't that what the enemy does? You get busy and suddenly you don't have anybody in your life. It's just go to work, come home, go to work, come home. Here's the major thing that I, that I get when I check on people. Um, where have you been? Where I've been going through. Don't you know that's the, that's the prime time you're supposed to be in God's house? The place where he provides peace. The place where there is comfort. The place where there is joy. Why are you staying out of something that can heal you? So today, I want us to, I want us to look closely at the need for connection and the need for community. And I want you to see on today the power of right relationships. What we're going to do is a little different than maybe other sermons that I've preached. I want us to look at the spiritual giant of the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul had various connections in his life, and we're just going to jog through his life and look at the various people that he comes into contact with. And in those relationships, I'm just going to pull out a, a few principles to show you the power of right relationships. The first relationship I want to introduce you to is Paul connected to Barnabas, Paul and Barnabas. Okay, so first of all, Paul, Paul wasn't always Paul, but Paul was 
Saul. Okay, I got some Sunday school Bible readers. Praise God. Uh huh. So Saul, Saul was Paul, but but Saul was the former, the pre-Christian. He persecuted. He looked at Christians and wanted to actually did lock them up when he would find out that they loved God, that they served God. He was he he actually looked on as Stephen was being stoned to death and held the coats of all those that were persecuting the 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 disciple Stephen. It was it was Barnabas who reached out to this new convert who is no longer Saul, but he's now Paul. You still with me? So Barnabas sees Paul, who was Saul, and sees, watch this, his potential. Because the power of right relationships see you even beyond what you were. I don't, I'm maybe, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe you don't know, but I've, I've had, I've had people in my life, I've had people in my life, okay, so yes, it may look like I have wings today, I, I just think this is the greatest ever, uh, I, it may look like I have wings today, but I, I don't, I don't, and I did one or two, 15 things in college, oh really, messed up? Then you run into those people, and they see you now, and they try to pull you back to your then. And you're like, but I ain't her anymore. I'm, I'm not Saul, I'm Paul. So quit treating me like Saul, because I don't know her anymore. It was Barnabas who did not take Paul's past and... Um, tie him to it. So you have all these disciples. Paul is sold out. Paul has had an experience with Jesus. He's had, he's had, he's had this encounter and he's now a new Christian and he wants to preach the word and he's going up to, to the disciples. They're like, mm-mm, cause you kill and, and you locked up and, and, um, we, we are not hanging out with somebody like you. But the right relationships can see the God in you. And the right relationships will not continue to remind you of remember when. I can't stand. I, I cannot stand. When, when, when they, you know, the first time you're like, uh-huh, yeah, I remember. But, you know, that was then. And then they bring up some else. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's about two. I remember that that was then. But the third time I got, I suddenly have something to do. Because you're not going to tie me to who I was. I am a new creation. And the power of right relationships bring you into Christ. They don't push you away. So Barnabas, watch this, watch this. Look at, turn with me to Acts 9, Acts 9, verses 26 and 27. Acts 9, 26 and 27. I want you to see what I'm preaching. And when Saul had come to Jerusalem, remember, Paul is Saul, okay? He hasn't had the name changed yet, but his inside has been changed. So when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join, he tried, he tried 
to join the disciples. Can I tell you that some of you are keeping people away from the church because when they come in, you're keeping them in the Saul dimension and they want to be Paul and they cannot grow up into being Paul if you keep drawing them back to Saul. I have, there are so many stories I know about others. Uh, um, uh, and, and, and sometimes people don't want to tell me that because they think I'm going to then lock them into that. But the power of right relationships sees what you're going through, what you're coming out of, what you're dealing with. They see that, but then they don't let that define how they treat you. He tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, and they did not believe that he was a disciple. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, verse 27. But Barnabas, thank you, Lord, for the Barnabases in my life. But Barnabas took him, brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them, look, you may not trust him, but trust me. See, a lot of us Christians, I, I, I would get on my, yeah, I got a lot of soapboxes today, as you can tell. And, and, and we are a multicultural church, but I've got to get on this black mentality for just a second because we can be so myopic in our approach and we don't want to help each other out. And so then you got to say, well, hey, I know Cinda and she's a good person. Let me tell you about her. No, 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 no. We want to keep all the blessings to ourselves. And that is not what the Lord wants us to do he wants you to be a Barnabas he wants you to go and bring somebody else out he wants you to show people this is the way he wants you to show people this is how you get ahead he wants you to show people this is how you write a business plan he wants you to show people this is how you come through The right relationships don't bind you up, but they motivate you to be better. There are some people, they can't handle the things I want them to pray about. Because they think I don't deserve it. Okay, y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. So, 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 so I had, I had Beth and I'm not going to disclose what she wanted me to pray about, but, but I remember this. I remember this. I'm still praying about it. She's like, I want you to pray, blah, 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 blah. And it was big. And she says, because I know you can handle it and you won't judge it. See, a lot of you, you can't handle what I want to come out of. You can't handle the destination I want to go to. But I have some Barnabases in my life that I can take a big prayer thing and they don't look at it and say, oh, that's too big. Oh, well, you know your pastor, you shouldn't do that. Uh-uh. I'm a daughter of the Most High. And so if I want that and that and that and that and I know I'm going to be kingdom about it, then... I can pray for that. 
the right relationships motivate. And Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles in verse 27. And he declared to them how he had seen the Lord. Look, he's a good guy. He's spoken to him. The Lord Jesus has spoken to Paul and how he had preached boldly. I saw him. Y'all, he's a good guy. I saw him at Damascus in the name of Jesus. See, right relationships, they see your potential and they want you to succeed. They want you to be blessed. They want you to be better. They want you to have that house. They want you to be debt free. They want you to be married. Paul got connected with Barnabas. Watch this. That caused others to take notice because the power of right relationships get the right person's attention. Okay, okay, okay. I see you looking a little be- bewildered. Okay, all right. So what, Lord? So what? Okay, okay. So, um, mm-hmm. Uh, went to this conference, Pastor and I, we went to this co- conference, Pastor's Conference earlier this year. Um, and we're walking through the lobby, uh, pastors from all over, all over the world, not even just the country, but all over the world. And, and you know, we're, we're hanging out. It's good to see people we know, meet people we don't know. It was, it was a good atmosphere. It was, it was great. It was great. It was great. So we're, we're, we're walking down the lobby, and, and, and um, the assistant to this pastor who is like, Everybody would know this person slides us a, a letter. So we're like, what, how, how does he, what, what's in this letter? What's, okay, what, all right. Open the letter. It's an invitation to a private lunch by this pastor. So we open the, we open the letter, read it, and we're like, us? You want to? You you want us in this lunch? Here's what the assistant said. You never know who's watching you, huh? I said, what? He's like, yes, yes. And then he began to quote some. He's like, I love when you all do the, the team us and you had the blooper. So he's naming stuff we've done. He's like, Instagram works. I was like, what? Why are you saying this, Pastor Alicia? What's the point? I'm letting you know that Barnabas told the right people, which caused us to have access to opportunities we never would have access to. But because we got connected with Barnabas, it opened doors that we could not open. And when you're connected... To a Barnabas, they don't mind giving you access to their opportunities. Uh 
I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to help you. You looking for people to just go out to lunch with? I'm, I'm trying to get your mindset to broaden. Look for Barnabases. Pray for those Barnabases that don't mind sharing their blessing and their favor with you and their networking possibilities with you. You never know who you are sitting by who has the access you need to get right to that door you've been wanting to open. So here's, here's, oh, this is so good, God. Okay, so here's, here's Paul. Paul's connected to Barnabas. Barnabas, his influence unlocks influence to Paul. Barnabas, his influence unlocks his influence to Paul. Paul is now going from being rejected to being invited Paul has gone from being the one looked over, cast out, to being the one invited in. All because he was connected to the right relationship. You with me? So here we are at Acts 11. So now Barnabas and Paul, they're hanging out. Things are going good. They are now ministering together. There are are a group of believers in Antioch. And the group of believers in Antioch, they just happen to need someone to pastor them. (laughs) They just happen to need someone to pastor them. Well, Barnabas just happens to know a young preacher. And because the right relationships motivate, then Barnabas is like, let me introduce you to someone who can shepherd you. And his name, you guessed it, is Paul. You see, the right relationships, they want you to go higher. The right relationships, they motivate. But here we go. The right relationships separate. See, we have a negative connotation when it comes to separation, and we think that separation is only defined by our enemies. We think when there is someone who means you no good, someone who is um, um, vindictive, that that's the only time you separate. But uh, the word of God shows us another way that separation is actually a blessing. Let me show you. Let me show you. Acts 15. Acts 15. The power of right relationships motivate and separate. Motivate and separate. See, some friendships, they do have an expiration date. But we think of that, and we're like, peace, you don't mean me no good. Any, see, you, you know, we get, we get our little attitude with it. But there, there, are, there are seasons to some friendships. Okay, Acts 15, you with me? Look at verse 36. Then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they're doing. Now, Barnabas was determined to take with him John called Mark. Paul said, no, we're not going to take him. He departed from us and he didn't do what he needed to do. 39. Then the contention 
became so sharp that they parted from one another. And so Barnabas took Mark, sailed to Cyprus, Paul chose Silas, and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. Wait, 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 wait. What happened to the motivate, blessing, going higher? Wait, 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 wait. You, 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 I'm, I'm confused, Pastor A. What, what's going on right here? What, what, what are you saying? Here's Paul. Paul had a mission. Paul's like, let's go back and edify. Let's go back and encourage the people that we ministered to. Let's check and see how they're doing. Barnabas is like, okay, that sounds like a plan. Let's bring along my friend John Mark. Barnabas is like, uh-uh. Barnabas is like, uh-huh. Mark, Mark, Paul says, he abandoned us. He didn't even do what he was supposed to do. Barnabas is like, come on, man, give him another chance. Okay, I'm adding a little seasoning. Add a little, little, little seasoning. Give him another, come on, come on. Paul said, he is not going. I'm not going if he goes. Barnabas, straight, well, I ain't going either. I'm going to Cyprus with Mark. Paul, fine. I'm taking Silas. There's separation. But watch this. You can have relationship and not agree on everything. And I think we have this, we have this uh, sound of music skipping through the 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 um Something. Where, where this? The tulips. Thank you, Miss Lou. You're skipping through the tulips, and and you think that all Christian relationships should be yes. And I agree too. I do too. I agree. I agree. We all agree. That's not always the case because you have an assignment. You have an assignment. You have an assignment, and sometimes your assignments aren't aligned. And sometimes you've got to know when to say. Okay, we have different assignments for this season, so we don't agree about this thing. So you go to Cyprus, and I'm going to go my way. The Word of God never says that they didn't talk to each other anymore. We hear contention, and we think they're blowing. I ain't talking to you no more. I'm, scr- I'm, I'm deleting you from my Facebook. I'm doing all this stuff. No. They just had different assignments, but the separation actually caused multiplication because it included a second missionary journey. Is this too much Bible? Am I just, and the second missionary journey caused the word of God, the gospel to spread further than it would have spread if they had stayed together. So sometimes separation is a blessing and you don't take it. And become offended. You take it and you do what the Lord has assigned you to do. And let them do what the Lord assigns them to do. And you speak well of each other. He didn't call him out his name. There was nothing more than a disagreement in the assignment. And that caused separation, but the separation equated to multiplication. Let's switch now. Because assignments change. 
And sometimes friends change with the assignment. So now Barnabas has gone his way, and he's now hanging out with Mark. Paul is now hooked up with Silas. Can I say that every person, one person can't meet every need in your life? So there was a season where Paul needed a Barnabas. But now he's grown up, he's matured, he has another assignment, and now there is a Silas in his life. Let's look with, with me, please, at Acts 16. So Paul and Silas, you, very, very familiar passage. Paul and Silas, they went through a lot together, and they helped each other get through many difficult times in ministry together. And I want us to look at just one aspect of crisis that they were in together. Acts 16, we see the story in verses 16 through 26. We see the story of Paul and Silas. They are locked up in jail. They're locked up in jail not because of what Silas did. Are y'all still awake? Okay, so let me go back. They're ministering. There's this girl who is a servant of this fortune teller. She's a, you know, she can read like a uh, psychic. Well, the psychic has a master. And whatever she does, he gets paid by her psychic-isms. I don't know. Ability. Psychic ability. So her psychic ability causes the the master to get paid. Well, Paul gets agitated because she keeps interrupting him while he's preaching. He's like, I'm trying to bring the word and you messing me up, girl. Stop. So he's like, demon, get up out of her. By demon, now she can't psychic anymore. So now that she can't, you messed with this man's money. So now this man is ticked off at Paul because Silas is connected to Paul. Silas gets caught up in Paul's stuff. But here's the thing. See, we, we wouldn't be Silas because all of a sudden we would say, chirp, 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 chirp. It wasn't me. He's the one who called the demon out. I was just here. I was the intercessor. I wasn't saying anything. Paul, how much bond money you need? How much? Yeah, I'm going to go talk to the disciples. I need to be out the jail. I can't go in with you because I'll be better. You know how we rationalize. Because we dare not get into a problem with someone. But a Paul needs a Silas. You need a Silas. You need a Silas who will get into trouble with you. You need a relationship in your life that will not abandon you when the going going gets tough. You need a Silas in your life who knows how to not just get in the trouble with you, but knows how to pray you through the trouble. It's one thing to have a homeboy. It's another thing to have somebody that can go to the Lord, that can declare a thing, decree a thing, bind a thing, loose a thing. So, but at, 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 at midnight, so at midnight, even though Paul was the one who caused the master's prophets to go away, 
At midnight, it was Paul and Silas praying and singing. Paul got in trouble. Silas stayed with him in the trouble. Maybe you're so quiet right here because you're like, man, I don't have now one Silas. I'm thinking about someone in my life where I can really tell them some things and take off my pastor hat, even though you don't really take it off, but I can, I can just be Alicia, you understand what I mean? And, 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 and this person is, is okay with my, with my weaknesses, and I can share some stuff that I'm struggling with, and, and there's no condemnation, like, you're a pastor, you shouldn't think that, you shouldn't say that, but there's, there's someone that can get in the middle of something with me, and like, girl, I got you, I know, you don't always have to, that can tell me you don't always have to have it together. Gentlemen, you need some silences in your life that'll get into that thing with you. Why do you keep doing life by yourself? Man up, man up, man up. What does that mean? All right. If you shameless plug for Band of Brothers next weekend. Because that's a great place for you to get connected with brothers who want to be better in the word of God. You have plenty of men that'll go to the club with you. That'll go to the bar with you. That'll sit and watch sports with you. But when you, that can't get you what you need. When you don't, when you don't know how you're going to make ends meet. When you're having issues with your wife. What is some bourbon going to do? Nothing. Maybe something for a minute. Right relationships get in the trouble with you. Right relationships, they fight for you fight with you. You need a spiritually, 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 spiritually strong warrior in your life that will be in the battle with you, that will fight with you, intercede with you fast. That means not eat. And it's not eating not because they want something, but because they believe in something with you. I need a I need a warrior in my life. I need a warrior in my life who's not a scared, who's not afraid of demons. You, I can say like, okay, I'm feeling something, and they're like, you what you what you mean you feel something? What you no 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 like I can talk that way with them, and they're like, okay, all right, well, what do you think it is? Let me discern. Let me feel the atmosphere. Let me see what's going on. I need some prayer warriors in my life that will fight with me and get in a trouble with me and praise in it with me and sing in it with me and pray in it with me. You're looking for someone who can just pat you on the back and says, it's all right. You're going to make it. Mm -mm. I'm looking for someone to put on their war paint. That'll grab the word of God. And doesn't have, they don't have to Google something. But they can speak that word to the enemy. 
They can cast down strongholds. They can bind that thing up in Jesus' name. They can go to battle for me. I need a silence in my life that knows how to plead the blood of Jesus. Disease doesn't scare them. Bankruptcy doesn't scare them. Divorce doesn't scare them. Lack doesn't scare them. It doesn't matter what I tell them. All they know to do is like, girl, what you need? I'm on my knees. I'm on my knees. I got you. I got it covered. I'm going to battle with you. I'm not going to let go until it breaks loose. And then that same silence will come and check on you. How you doing it? How's it coming? It's not better yet. I'm going deeper. I'm going lower. How long you going to fast? We're going to pray until that thing breaks. You need a yoke destroying chain loosing demon chasing friend in your life just touch your neighbor say I need a Silas I need a Silas I need a Silas I need a Silas come on touch your neighbor say I need a Silas I need a Silas I need a Silas I need someone who will fight on my behalf I need a Silas you ain't doing it touch your neighbor say I need a Silas 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 I need 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 a Silas I need a Silas in my life I need a Silas in my life I need someone who will fight I need someone who will grab my hand I need someone who will praise with me I need someone who will come alongside of me I need a Silas in my life Renee you need a Silas Ebony you need a Silas Taylor you need a Silas Miss Annie you need a Silas I need a Silas in my life, Kim. I need a Silas in my life, Percival, who will come alongside of me. Maybe that's your problem. You're working too hard. You're working too hard because you're trying to do everything. And then maybe, maybe it takes more than you to get that thing to break in your life. I can't shake that. I need a Silas. Sam, I need a Silas. I need a Silas in my life. I need a Silas in your life. Just, just, Lloyd, you grab Sam. And Sam, you grab, you, you, you grab Clarence. That's what happens. That's what happens when two or three come together. They have each other's back. They, they come into agreement with the thing. And they say, I got you. You gonna come out. I'm a praise when you can't praise and I'm a pray when you can't pray and I'm a worship when you can't worship and I'm a fast when you can't fast I got you I got you I got you I got you I need a silence
stuck here. I'm stuck here. I'm stuck here because I think that's what I'm feeling. Thank you, God. I think that was what I felt when I entered into this place on today. See, it felt heavy and I didn't understand what was going on. But now I get it, God. Now I get it. It's the fact that there are people in here who came in here bound and they don't have a silence. But let me tell you on today, there are some silences in this place who aren't afraid to go to God on your behalf, who aren't afraid to get in the pit with you, who aren't afraid to bind up some things for you. There are some silences in here today that won't, they won't stand for being defeated. They won't stand for being bound. They won't stand for being broke. There are some silences here on today. the point will you be will you be will you be will you be humble enough to say that's me I need one that's me I need one that's me I need some silences to go grab a Paul I need a silence to go grab a Paul come on I'm not playing I'm not playing I need a silence to grab somebody because